to Envisions podcast, the X-Cast, where we help brands navigate audience engagement in times of change. Creative people are dream weavers. We tell stories, brand stories, product stories, and most of all, people stories. It's our job to inspire, excite, and move audiences to action. We weave together our clients' stories with words, with images, and experiences to create a colorful, imaginative tapestry of ideas. And to tie it all together, we use the almighty red thread. Welcome to Unraveling the Red Thread. Hi, I'm Molly Hodge. I'm an executive creative director with Envision Communications. And I'm Michelle Bartoshevitz, creative director also at Envision Communications. So Molly, you've been yes. an award-winning creative director in the Award-winning. Yes, right. multi-award right. winning. <laughs> And drum award finalist. Not, drum award finalist. Correct. I know. It's very exciting. Yes. So um, you've been an award-winning creative director in the event space for a long time. So how do you describe what you do to people who don't know what a creative director does? That's a great question, Michelle. I know. Um, well, you know, it's it's funny because like my background is in event production but I sort of did both. I would always like, you know, kind of write a proposal or come up with an idea and then I would actually go and produce it. And now I'm only um, on the creative side, although I understand how things can be brought to life, which I think is a huge benefit. But with my role is that I, I take insights from strategy and from clients and from creative briefs and I turn it into an experience that is for an audience. I All I think about is that overall audience experience. So, you know, what happens when they first hear about a program? What happens when they arrive on site? What happens, you know, what is the welcome experience like? What does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? Because I want them to be moved to action, just like what you said before, is that I really... I concentrate on every single type of audience member and what we want their journey to be. And so we design programs and programs that lead that audience to the action um, and overall outcome that our clients want to see. So I think that I do a lot of writing. I create a lot of decks. I lead a lot of brainstorms. I do a lot of pitches. Um, and I just, I love kind of living in that world. I think about the audience pretty much every single day. And I think about mm -hmm. how we can make things really interesting and cool and and really surprise and delight them along the way. I, I agree. I think one of my favorite aspects about being a creative director is you have this crazy idea that you come up with at a table with pieces of cake and candy, <laughs> and you've been in there for a couple hours and you're just like building what if? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then- a couple months go by, a lot of hard work, you you grind it out and you bring it to life, but then you see the audience's reaction to your crazy idea. Yeah, it's so rewarding. It is so rewarding. And you were there, Molly, and yeah. know that I absolutely freaking broke down in tears because I saw people's faces as they saw something that we built together. And it they came were, out of like our crazy brains, but it was again, based in strategy, based in yes. the culture of the company that we were working with, based on that audience. Yes. And like, 
it seemed like we we felt so strongly about a number of these different things. Like we we died on the sword. We're like, we need to have this at your event because this is what it means. I mean, right. I'm getting emotional thinking about it, but you're right. Like I <laughs> like the audience walked in and we were like, oh. You know, oh, it so, was really magical. And that's magical. why we do it again and again and again and suffer for these creative, crazy ideas. Yes. Because of that, that moment and that feeling. Um, let's talk about creativity just for a minute. Um, we know that great ideas don't just appear out of thin air. You don't push a button and boom, cool shit appears. Yeah. We know that it needs, we need to be inspired Yes, And to be effective, um, creative needs to be grounded in purpose. Mm-hmm. So Molly, would you give our listeners a sort of behind the curtain tour of what our creative process involves besides cake and wine and whatever else inspires us? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I, I can't just, you know, look at a blank wall and come up with ideas. Like I, I need to, I need to have some ammunition so, yeah. and, and, you know, just for inspiration. And so I really do lean on our strategy department and strategic partners to help us understand like where the company is going, who the audience is, what are these different audience personas? Like also understanding the space that we're in. We understand the budgets as well and kind of like what are our guardrails. Um right, before, it's holistic. Yeah, before we sort of start that that brainstorm process. We're also really reliant. Um, and this is something that is super important to me on a very cohesive creative brief. And this can be created by the clients, this can be created by us and we give it to the clients and they say, yes, that's right. This can be created by a strategist and handed to us or in conjunction with, um, because I don't think it's fair to to tell somebody to create something like, make something cool, you know, in, involve balloons or unicorns or whatever, like that That doesn't do anything for me or, or for you, right. Michelle's nodding. Right. Um, as a creative director, like we really do need to have those insights before we can start working because if nothing, if nothing maps back to that, then there's no reason to do it. There, right. there has, has to be meaning. There has and to be meaning. And that's where that idea of the red thread comes through. Like, what is that that sort of is underneath everything, every touch point that we create? Um, and it's, it's super important to us. It's essential to us. And if we didn't have a strong foundation and you're just doing creative for creativity's sake, it's pointless and you're wasting your clients' dollars and you're wasting people's time. Um, This is a perfect segue now to introduce our very special guest star to today's podcast, (laughs) Envision Strategist, Mr. Evan Strange. Welcome to the podcast, Evan. What what an intro. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Um, Evan, so you've heard us sort of chit chat about why as creative directors strategy is really important to us in order to form ideas that matter ideas that really will connect with audiences and move them to action would you talk about a little bit from your perspective why strategy and creative need to work very much hand in hand together when creating concepts and, and campaigns Yes, certainly. And and obviously, I'm a huge fan of this topic, and you both have heard me say this a ton. Uh, but I think our teams know that our clients and really all of us live in this world full of data, full of insight, and just massive amounts of information. And that can be hard to navigate, right? 
And it's my job as a strategist to really act as a clarifier in this kind of sea full of data and keep a laser focus on the why at all times. And you'll hear me say the why, you know, ad nauseum because it's that important. And the why is our audience, it's their needs, insights that we uncover during research and, and kind of so much more. But that why is what I believe helps form the basis of the fibers of the red thread, if you will. And I'd also add, you know, that so many people say that they lead with strategy. But when we say we lead with strategy and vision, it really is that simple. And it's that everything we do has a purpose, it's on purpose, and it's grounded in a real strategic foundation. Uh, you know, from the stories we tell to the drink served at a party to the seating that we choose and everything in between, the experiences that we create really should be intentional. And that is how we create something that truly makes an impact. So, you know, I guess to answer your question and, and wrap it up, if I'm doing my job right, I'm setting my creative counterparts up for success by giving them that strategic foundation or those sparks and those fibers to really start weaving that red thread throughout an entire experience. I love how you said that. I know. That was really good. I was thinking too, and I wrote this down that, you know, you're in, you work on the why Michelle and I work on the what coming out of the why, and then our production counterparts do at the experience delivery group does the, how, how are we going to make this happen? Right. What materials, what kind of lighting, et cetera, which yeah. I think is interesting. Well, that that to the to that end though too, it's like creativity doesn't exist in a vacuum, right? We no. we don't like I said earlier, you don't push a button and an idea magically appears. It has to be formed, and that's like the fiber of the red thread again that gets pulled through this thing that we all together weave and create this um, cool experience. If we're doing our jobs right, it's a cool experience that matters um, to people get some thinking or, or doing something that um, our clients want and need them to do. Um, so Molly, yes. Would, would you talk a little bit about the creative brief process and what it looks like and how a creative team would take that and use it to come up with concepts? Yeah. I mean, it's really, really simple. It's, it, we don't ask a lot, um, but we do want, want to know, you know, Again, what do we want the audience to think, feel, do? Um, what is the single most compelling idea? Like, why are we doing this? What is the purpose to this initiative or this program or this video or this fabricated structure or this, you know, mobile tour, whatever the, the end deliverable is? Um, and we really ask very thoughtful questions because we want to get to the point of it. And we also, I think it's important for our clients to be aligned as well. So this is sort of that like North star, like you read it, we're all aligned. We got it. Like, yes, hopefully all their stakeholders are, are behind it. And that's where that's, that is something that inspires us. Like, again, we're not going to like come up with unicorns and balloons because it's fun and cool. Right. We're going to come up with unicorns because there's something within the document or within the insights that Evan has told us that, they want to see, you know, something fantastical that, you know, takes you out of your, your comfort zone or whatever. Like there, there's, there would be like a reason why. So I'm a true believer in creative briefs. And I think it's close to impossible to actually 
build anything without having that strategic foundation. Yeah. Sometimes you get lucky and you just, and it just happens and, and, but not often. No, it's very rare. And, and that creative brief is the genesis really of the red thread. So it's founded in strategy and then all of the the insights and thinking that we understand about clients, what the, where they're going, what they want to do, what their messaging, is. what their messaging is, and the messaging mm-hmm. really is the red thread. It's 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 a verbal red thread, mm-hmm. and it's a visual red thread. So you know, like what what does the experience look like? Yes. What what I mean, even down to silly things like fonts, they all communicate something. So everything has to function together to be woven together. Um, thoughtfully. So let's talk a bit about some of our past projects. And I know one of our all-time favorites is um, a program that we did with the theme of Roar. So without really, oh, do you remember that, Molly? I like that one. Yes. yes. Oh, I didn't think you were going to bring it up. I love it. Maybe it's in here. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, no, we... Uh, the the strategy behind this it was a program it was um for a technology for a technology client and the the strategy and the insights were that um the audience has a voice the audience should be able to you know be free to to use their voice you know they're powerful together etc blah 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 there was a lot of a lot of back and forth with it so we came up with an overall theme of roar um and to make that come to bring that to life we everything had to do with the actual like animals roaring. And we started the whole program with um, this custom designed, beautiful opener um, that had the the circle of life, like all of the Lion King and all of these incredible, incredible performers that then mashed into the song Roar by Katy Perry. And so that was like this sort of big opening, uplifting moment. So cool. And then we just had like moments throughout the entire program. It was a about a two hour, hour and a half long um, keynote that really just sort of brought that home. Like we kept, you know, like this is how you roar. This is why we roar. This is, you know, that one person did his entire presentation about being stealth as a panther. Another person, um, was all about we they were all they were anyway the, another person brought in like the idea of a, a wolf who doesn't necessarily wore but it's still like that like having expressive. a big bold voice and, yeah. and being very expressive so it was a really really memorable experience that it was a couple of years ago but people still bring it up because like it was so meaningful to the audience they were completely blown away and and just really felt very special about the whole thing no it was a really great that's a really great example of how a really thoughtful red thread when woven throughout, like even, even like pre experience or pre event communications and you pull it all the way through and you pull it tight, it puts a big bow on everything. And it just, the, the messaging becomes crystal clear. People walk away with something yeah, meaningful, right. Yeah. At the end of the day, I would say it's one of the only general sessions that I've ever been a part of where at the end, everybody was on their feet. Like I was like, I was so, it completely knocked the socks off the audience. Like they were just like, you know, and they just yeah. like rose at the end and it was just this like celebration and it, it pretty, it was, it was pretty special. And it got that reaction because it was so strategically thought through, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it, if we hadn't had um, the strategy to, as a foundation to get to that place, the creative wouldn't shine as bright. And um, just 
I'm, I'm curious about Evan, like, like from a strategic point of view, you know, when you see an experience grow and come to life, like how satisfying is it for you as a strategist to see the messaging and that red thread really be crystal clear and powerful? Well, I love it. Number one, um, of course you do. I, think, I think, you know, when that magic happens and everything is on brief and it's on strategy, it's not always an overt moment where you walk in and you see something printed and you're like, oh, that was in the brief. That's on strategy. Right. It's something that you kind of feel throughout as you progress through the attendee journey and you just get this feeling of impact. And it's it's hard to really explain, but we've all seen these types of experiences and I think for those that you know aren't in this business every day, when you experience something, you go to an event and you're inspired to take action, I think those are experiences that followed their foundational strategy and that red thread throughout every piece of the journey. Absolutely. I know that that you were part of um, a program for another tech client of ours on um, their Teams event. And I'm just curious, what made that so successful from your perspective? Well, I think it's another example of, of following that red thread based on something so simple. So the, the red thread and the strategic foundation for Team 2022, uh, it's an Atlassian event, was this idea of unleashing the power of teams. And Atlassian was kind of the one brand that could help people do that for a variety of reasons. Now, the event itself was beautiful. That idea of movement and unleashing and power and potential really bled throughout the entire experience. But obviously, you know, as the strategy nerd here, I love kind of the background foundational insights that we found when we were planning it. And what that really was is that we knew even now, now more than ever, people are spending the majority of their days collaborating with teammates across the globe. We're doing that now, right? Yeah, and we are. Right, 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 right this right second. This right. <laughs> That's right. And everybody is working on a variety of problems, big and small. And what we also know, because of where everyone is located, so this world without location, effective collaboration really never stops. You may start something, I'll pick it up hours later, and that process is continuous and it never really ends because we're always kind of growing, moving forward, taking on the next task. And what we found is that Atlassian's clients really were the world's best teams and they were unleashing that power and potential because of those specific solutions that they were using. And it let them overcome a variety of, of, of issues, if you will. Um, so that foundational idea of unleashing the power of teams through this technology really was threaded throughout the entire experience from the moment someone received an invite to where they sat in the ballroom and any type of communication post-event. Right. I mean, it, it's, I mean, we are pretty powerful people. If you think about it, <laughs> right. We, we are, we are using our creativity. Power. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I just want to talk a little bit too about um, how having a thoughtful um, creative brief and thoughtful um, boundaries for the creative team really is a budget friendly um, thing for clients too, because when everybody's aligned, when we have a direction, we know where we're going, 
we're not wasting time. We're focused. We're not wasting dollars. You know, it's, it's, it's part of the process. Um, it, it gives everybody a sense of where we all need to go together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're going to be driving certain brand objectives across all platforms, all means of communications or experience. Um, you know, we're reinforcing beliefs sometimes. And a lot of the times we're stoking enthusiasm and excitement for brand. Mm -hmm. And that's mostly in the live space where you get to have um, the chemistry of people being together and looking at something, you know, really awesome or uh, beautiful um, that moves people and emotionally connects with people, right? We want brands and people to connect on that level. Well, I, I can just say too that I think you're right. Like the brands want to connect emotionally to the audience. I mean, that's why they're there. They're there to like look at somebody face to face and like have that emotional connection and, and be able to connect the audience member more fondly with a brand or again, like move them to action. And um, what I take a lot of pride in is looking at the a holistic program. Like I, like Michelle said, like it's not just about what's happening in the ballroom or what what's happening online beforehand or, you know, how they're, the audience is being acquired. It really is about every single touch point. So like, what does it feel like when you first arrive? What does, you know, if there's a trade show or a village experience, like everything should be tied together with that red thread. Like there shouldn't be a disconnect between for instance, the stage set in the the keynote space versus a stage set in some other room or the signage or the graphics or a big brand moment in a hallway or a village, like everything should be connected and just kind of reinforce that same set of messaging um, to try to move that audience. And and that's something that I'm extremely passionate about. Um, Again, like there's no creative that we come up with that is frivolous. We are again, grounded in strategy we, with the help of Evan and, and his team. And I, I just think that like, that's, that's what makes me proud. And that's what makes me keep, you know, yeah, it's working what, as a creative director. I mean, like that's, this is why we do it. Yeah, you know? it is. It and is. seeing that audience reaction, you know, it was, it was really hard when we were only doing virtual events because we, we didn't, we couldn't hear the applause. We could see the smiles. We couldn't hear right. the laughter. You know, it was just like, here you go good luck. We think we've done a great job and we hope that we've, you know, created something that's really engaging, but we, it was, it was not, we didn't get to hear it. And it was, it's definitely really, it's a different payoff. It's a different payoff. Yeah. It's a, yeah. it's, it's not necessarily, and it's not a different approach. We would approach 100%. Execu- executing 100%. the creative the same way with the same strategy, but we just don't get that, that the the smile. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> at the end of the road, I think it's time to maybe weave it all together here and leave our listeners with a couple of um, key takeaways. Um, I know, Evan, you talked about the why from a strategist perspective. Um, The why is really, as you said, the fiber for the red thread. And without that why, creatives don't have the tools really to do something purposeful because we do love nothing more than just to think of crazy stuff. And, (laughs) but without guidelines or, or guardrails, um, it just doesn't, it doesn't work for us. 
But I think I think that's really, you know, when you're saying about the guardrails and like I, I do think and, and I have worked in other agencies, I I do think that in envision has a very unique culture in that we are extremely collaborative. Um, we respect each other, we trust each other. And I think that makes a really big difference in the end product. Like I I just like Evan and I, you know, talk every single you know, more than once a week, probably, you know, like we're very, very aligned, but we also are very close with, you know, the media producers with the right. the actual like event producers. Like we work very, very, very closely with this, this whole team. And it's not like we, you know, we take it from Evan and like, now your work is done, Evan, bye-bye. It's not like that. No. Like we, it's, we continue through this whole process and we're all very collaborative. And I, I truly, truly believe that. I think that this agency envision is um, one of the best. I think we have the best culture for that, for true collaboration. And, you know, I feel like everyone has each other's backs. We are yes. in it together. We're all for the final product and I'm really proud to work there. I am too, Molly. Oh, how about too. you, Evan? <laughs> Love it. And I, I think you, I mean, I think you bring up a really, really good point, right? Because anybody that's worked in the agency world that's been in either strategy, strategy or the creative side understand that that relationship, what it should be, but also that it's different at every single agency. Yeah. And some places you go, you'll have you'll be brought into a project as a strategist to help creative back ideas into a strategy that already exists. But where I think we thrive is that we're leading with those insights. So we have these ideas. They're able to be sharpened immediately as they come in. Mm-hmm. So I think when we do say that we lead with strategy, it's yeah, it's the it's the starting point, but it's also a continuous relationship throughout the entire process, which I love, you know, being a part of. Me too. Me three. So with that, I want to thank everyone for listening to our podcast, Unraveling the Red Thread. And I want to thank Molly and Evan for your time today and joining us at the XCast. And most of all, thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. Be sure to join us for the next podcast episode, which is coming soon. We we promise. Until then, cheers. <laughs>